more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank Taking our positions on the bridge Hoping for that red fin One pound to put in Mama's fridge Welcome along to High Tide. If you're just joining us, if you're back for the second hour, thank you very much for doing so. The uh, offshore, well, the coastal report between Broken Bay and Port Hacking at the moment, doing this for Laurie McAnally. He's just had a had a little bit of a sledge. At it. I, I, I dare say in a moment, guys, just hang on because we're going to cop a gobful. That's right. Stand by. Okay. <laughs> Very warm, low 10 knots of the winds, northerly 10 to 15 knots, uh, and uh, should be uh, around about 10 to 15 knots in the late evening. Seas below one metre, the swell southeasterly below one metre. Sunny conditions. We have had a couple of people send in. Uh, Ken says he's glad that he's not Kieran uh, because he wouldn't be able to enter the comp. So that's fair call. You can't mm-hmm. Wayne, complain about that. And Wayne says he's glad that he's not Kieran because he likes to sleep in on weekends. Oh, Wayne, I can so relate. I can so relate. Laurie McAnally, good morning. Good morning. No, no, I'm just, I didn't know you were just going to talk amongst yourselves and not do a fishing program this morning. <laughs> I did warn you, boys. That's all right. It's all right. That's okay. And, and listen, Kieran, Julie will still feed you. She likes you. Yep. I don't know why, but she likes it. She doesn't Everybody ride, she doesn't a, ride a push bike, that's why. No, 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 no. she gave up push bikes about 20 years ago. Yeah, she, not, she wasn't real good on push bikes. She, yeah, we had two we had mountain bikes. Anyway, not to worry. I still ride my push bike. Uh, what else do we have to tell, tell you? Oh, then don't forget, Kim, we'll be up there on the... When, we, when do we get to Mooloolaba? Um, 9th of July we'll be there. 9th of... Oh, Okay. Yeah, up your place. I should have got back there by then. Yeah, well, I'm at, we're at Rainbow Bay for the two weeks before that. We leave on the 24th of uh, this month. We have two weeks at Rainbow Bay and then a week at uh, Malulaba. Hey, Laurie. Yeah. You're going to do a fish report or just talk amongst yourselves? No, 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 and his water bottle, and he'll be happy then. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so anyway, no, look, uh, it's pretty pretty noisy on the bar this morning. And I must say, when you you spoke about the bar yesterday to the guy from the Maritime, yeah, they left out the most important bit. Don't worry about the life jackets. If you're going to, if your life jacket comes into play, you've lost the boat. That's right. Yeah. 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 Your head. What, you prepare yourself mentally mm-hmm. for what you're going to face. Um, and this is the one thing, you know, I've obviously been crossing the bar here since I was pretty young. Uh, so what, let's go back to 1975. So I've, the one thing you know with novices, the minute something rears up in front of them, they turn. Yes. You do not turn. No. If you turn, you'll be upside down. You are committed. Once, you, once, once you're, in, you're that, in the jaws of the yeah. bar, you are committed. And if you just keep... Uh, a normal pace, like just uh, 
to suit the sea. Don't don't go too hard. Just just use your, use on and off the throttle to get over the waves. Mm. Tilt. You have your motor gently tilted up. So you, the first thing that happens when you press the throttle is the bow lifts. So you've got your motor kicked out a little bit, and uh, and don't overdo the power. Power yes. seems to get a lot of people into trouble. I've, you know, if you watch us go through, it's we're at about half speed most of the time. And uh, there's a I don't know whether PJ put it on the uh, on the high tide thing, but we, when we went through with him one morning, it was a bit it was very bouncy, very bouncy, but not dangerous, just uncomfortable. But if I wanted to make it dangerous, all I had to do was accelerate. All we did, we, we walked through the bar, picked our way through. So just just make sure you've got a clear head about what you're, what you're supposed to do. And, and if you, for those who don't know, for 11 years I was in the New South Wales Maritime. And if you read all the bar accidents, a very solid proportion of the bar accidents are people who've owned a boat for less than 12 months. So glad you mentioned that, Laurie, because I was looking online yesterday and saw a classic example of um, what not to do, and it, and specifically the, the the points you just made. I'm posting the video right now on the Facebook page of, of High right Tide, on. so go and have a look. Yeah, but it's just, uh, you know, and I, I know it's easy for me to say because I've just done it for so long, but it's, there's no, no teacher-like experience. You know, you've got to have the boat properly prepared, yes. You've got to have, you, you know, have the, even simple things like the boat being nicely balanced. You know, having the boat, don't have, you know, too much weight on one side. Have the boat balanced and have a, and a, a little bit of weight forward on the bar helps. And uh, all those little, as I said, all those little things. Just, um, and, 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 you know, having your crew sitting down. My, my funniest one when I had the charter boat one day, it was huge coming home. And halfway through the bar crossing, a bloke went went into the toilet to go to the toilet. I mean, if you're going to get killed, <laughs> the boat goes upside down. Being in a charter boat toilet is probably the exact best place to be. But anyway, I suppose when nature calls, you don't have a choice. I'd be less worried about being killed, more worried about being covered. Anyway, just, as I said, it's just a couple. Of, but a couple of other good things. Last week, you had that guy on from from DPI Fisheries. With the Narandra research, Narandra research Station, they they are one great team down there. I'll tell you now. Just um, they, they they produce a lot of stuff, but they seem to they're very very not. When I visited them, uh, when did I go there last October? They just look. They work hard. They're really good people. They know what they're doing, uh, and their uh, their their output has been sensational. And, and don't don't forget, they support a one billion one billion dollar freshwater fishing industry in New South Wales. Yeah. So, uh, and it seems strange that we've got a hundred million dollar trout fishery with two hatcheries, and we've got a one billion dollar fishery for inland, and we've got one hatchery. A bit weird that one. Yes. <laughs> but they do do a great job, and uh, they're building a new one for um, a new hatchery as part of the. Thing down there. I think it's about five million bucks that uh, they'll uh, they'll open. I think soon. I don't think it's far away, or may even be open. You Peter Tenell can ring in and let you know, or email you. And uh, it's going to do some of the rarer uh, native fish. Um, I think river blackfish and a few other the stuff and Macquarie perch and stuff like that. So and, uh, there's a there's a few interesting freshwater fish that you know we all think yellow belly, silver perch, and cod. There's lots and lots of other things. Native animals live in our freshwater that also need a bit of work. So anyway, it's all that's that side of the uh, of the equation. They've done a great job. 
So, but that's, that's I'll get off the soapbox now because I've been fishing. <laughs> <laughs> but they're good points. No, no, no. That one last week. That that place is worth Narandra. For any, if you haven't been, go. It's um, it's a, it's uh, in a beautiful spot. Uh, we had lunch in the. There's like a, a free camping area there. It's got lots of uh, koalas. Heaps. We're, we're sitting there having lunch, and this man and woman were walking around with their camera, walking here, walking there, walking back. And they eventually got back to where Julie and I were having lunch. And he said, "Oh, we're, you know." There's supposed to be koalas here. I said, well, there's two directly above yeah. your head. They're very hard to spot if you don't know what you're looking for. Look up. There they are. Yeah. I don't know what they were looking for, but they obviously didn't know how to look for koalas. Well, that's right. They just blend in so well with the trees. Yeah. They do, they do, they do. And unless um, you've got a bit of a trained eye for them, you can, yeah. a lot of people just never see them. No. And they just sit, yeah, they just sit in the little curve of the, of, of, of this, uh, of the trees, and they don't move much, so... Yeah, but the, the ones that were with us, the, above us, there was a mum and a joey just yeah. feeding directly, I mean, 30 feet from where we were. <laughs> one, of the, one of the best spots to see is Magnetic Island. They've yeah, got Magnetic their own Island. population Island, out there. Lake Macquarie's got a colony. <clears throat> uh, there's a lot here. We're, we're, hang on, we've, oh, I was actually going to mention, I forgot to do that. During the week, I'm, out in the, I'm driving out to the jail to look at the ocean, and here beside the road, on the main drag... Drop blocking one one lane of completely blocking one lane of a two two lane road is a car with its hazard lights on and about four people all up and down the side of the road, and you won't believe this, Al. They blocked all the traffic because they wanted to look at the take a photo of the koala in the tree. <laughs> that does not surprise me, Larry. So I thought, well, how about I go to the other side of the road and I'll stop too. See, they should have a sticker on the back of this. I am like Kieran. <laughs> uh, I'm like an idiot. That's you know, I, I actually sort of <laughs> glared at the bloke who was obviously the driver, I thought, and I thought, you, you, know, you know, basically said, you idiot, and, you know, you're blocking, because I've got traffic coming down the hill towards me, he's got the, the, the actual operational lane of the road blocked. Yeah. But he did have his hazard lights on, which oh, is oh, that's nice good Yeah. Well, I hope he was driving an electric vehicle too. No, he wasn't. No, no, no <laughs> he didn't have a tin hat on, he was pretty right. <laughs> Alumin- don't I wear aluminium foil hats to yeah, stop the gamma waves and the aliens getting them? I knew a radio announcer that used to do that legitimately. Yeah? Yeah, he'd sit in the radio studio with I his... Think. Did he work for the ABC or Radio National? Uh, no, close, <laughs> close. He'd sit there with the, with the uh, tin foil hat on. Well, you, you don't want those gamma waves and the aliens to get That's you. That's it. Anyway, do you want to do the ad break and I'll come back with a fair income fishing report for a fishing car. <laughs> Thanks, Laurie. <laughs> Good on you. When hey, does that happen? The boys at uh, the Rudy Hill RSL Fishing Club are up at Evans Head at the moment. Aren't they doing all right? Some good fish. Yeah, they're saying the weather is gorgeous and the fish they've sent through. Thanks, crew. That is awesome to see. There's some great catches there. Enjoy your day. We'll take a quick break and be back with more at 16 after 5. Every weekend, 2SM has Sydney talking. Join Pete Davis Saturday morning from 7. Do you think there may be some sort of leadership challenge to Scott Morrison before the next federal election? I, I think it probably would be political suicide. Join Dave Cochran Sunday afternoons. Do you uh, feel an interpretation can be made now from this state level, from the by-elections, to possibly a federal level? I will dread an Albanese ALP a government. 2SM has Sydney talking. 
Polaris end of financial year deals are on now with great savings across the range. Get $1,000 free accessories on the two-seat Ranger 570, the three-seat Ranger Northstar and the six-seat Ranger Northstar Crew. Get $2,000 free accessories on the upgraded 23 Ranger Diesel and a whopping $3,000 free accessories on the Ranger XP1000. On top of that, finance is also available to approved purchases at a 6.99% rate. Don't miss out. See your local Polaris dealer. Polaris, think outside. Hi, Timmy Manor here. If you're looking to support a 100% Aussie energy retailer that's backed by Snowy Hydro, a leader in renewable energy, and has an amazing team of consultants all based here in Australia, you should give our friends at Red Energy a call today. They're good people, they have competitive rates, and they'll look after you. In fact, tell them I sent you. Call 131 806 or go to redenergy.com.au. Eligibility criteria and conditions apply. G'day, Merv Hughes here. New Farm's been there for Aussie growers for 100 years. Through prosperity and heartache, drought and flame. Through the unprecedented and through innovation. New Farm's high quality crop protection products are formulated right here in Australia. Because Aussie growers are tougher together through choosing Australian. New Farm understands local conditions and the importance for Aussie growers to have the right products at the right time. New Farm, Australian through and through. To learn more, visit newfarm.com.au. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Unlike any other SUV in Australia, the unrivaled Kia Sorento is available in diesel, petrol, hybrid and plug-in hybrid technologies. The Kia Sorento, awarded and unmatched like no other seven-seat SUV. To find out more, visit kia.com.au or visit your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. There is no better venue for weddings in Western Sydney than Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. With a beautifully appointed clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th green, Twin Creeks can turn your get-together, party or celebration into a memorable special occasion. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Friendly Function Staff on 9670 This is 2SM Sydney. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. 19 minutes after five here on High Tide. Hope you're having a good morning. Let's go back to Laurie McAnally. Okay, lots of fishing this week, lots of fishing reports. Uh, still plenty of marlin, striped marlin, and obviously and a few blues. But no, I didn't hear of any blues being hooked. But I, I know they're there. But the heap of striped marlin being hooked around the fad that's out in uh, what 110 metres straight out off the bar. So uh, anywhere along that 60 fathom line, you'll find uh, you'll find striped marlin and a few small yellowfin and skipjacks. So that's uh, that's if you if you're that way inclined. And I will say, being the long weekend, there the whole town is full of boats. So visitors, some lovely visiting boats here, and they're all going to find themselves squeezed up this morning because there's some sort of foot race on that's down around the boat ramp. Let me tell you, I'll, I'll wait. I'll be there in about. Uh, well, the boat's hooked up. I'll be there at six o'clock. It should be a very interesting scenario. <laughs> I hope everybody remains friendly and calm. Uh, so yeah, so that's. Uh, why, why did we build morning, parks? Uh, the sea's, I think, pretty good. But I can hear it on Smoky Beach. There's a bit of roll on. So just watch. I think the bar's pretty right. That was good yesterday. 
what else do they catch? Bottom fishing, very good. Trag, snapper, tuskies up north. Uh, the further north you go, it seems the better you get. Anywhere north of uh, Scott's Head's been producing very well. Best depths, 55 metres, 54 metres through that line, through the reef line there is very good. Uh, there's a lot of white sharks turning up or bumping into boats or harassing people. Or, but um, there's some very good uh, social uh, media footage of uh, the guys out at the mountain catching blue eye and they, they wind this blue eye in with about 300 kilo white shark chewing the back out of the blue eye. <laughs> 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 beautiful blue eye. <laughs> so, uh, but they did catch, I think they caught three or four blue eye anyway, so, and about a 30 kilo bass scraper, so... There's some pretty good stuff out there. Plenty of um, uh, gemfish as well. I don't know how many allowed. How many gemfish allowed have Al? Oh, I'm not sure. I, think it's I don't couple, know. Ten it? per bay. I wouldn't have a clue. We just if we catch them, they're dead anyway. Just you know, just I mean, I know fisheries wouldn't know, but when you wind them up from 640 metres, strangely they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, here you go, put, Laurie. Yeah, Laurie. Oh, that's ten uh, per boat. I think it is. Yeah. Two, um, only two, and a boat limit of ten. Two, only five in two total. Each. Yeah, yes. Ooh, that's now, bad. five in total. Uh, they, the maximum number of fish are. Oh, no, it's. No, well, there's only two of us go, yeah. so we can have four. Yep. Oh, well, okay. I'll have to, have to worry about that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> never knew that. I always thought it was a boat limit of 10. Yeah. Anyway, plenty of gem fish, but you can only have two. <laughs> Uh, and you can only have five bass groper and uh, blue eye, but you don't get many bassies. You get an odd bassie. We get plenty of blue eye though. Um, so that's that's good. Fish Rock's got a few legal kingies. One of the boats got six past the sharks the other day, and I think he gave about ten to the sharks and got six. But they're all legal. So if you feel like a bit of exercise with the jigs or the poppers, there's, there's kingies at Fish Rock. Uh, along with everybody else along the coast, there's a stack of flathead right along the. 35 metre line, which is where Terry and I are going this morning. We'll try, we'll go, go to the gravel first and try and get some marble flathead and uh, a few blue spots, and then we'll go out, grab a couple of pearl perch, and then be back in time for lunch before we get into any trouble on the domestic front. So, because uh, it's Julie's birthday tomorrow, Kieran. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, yeah, yeah. Jules. <laughs> She's asleep, mate. Anyway, you won't get that's okay, you but that's just went on the page. That's gone on the Facebook page anyway, now. Anyway, beach and rock, plenty of brim and some very good tartar along the beaches and the rocks. These are lovely fish, 1.5, 1.7 kilo stuff. A few better. Uh, best bait, if you can get it, is sea beaky, sea garfish, fillies and lures, but there's, there's been plenty of good fish caught. Um, a few big dart, too, if you like dart. Uh, and, and the rocks have got drummer, plenty of drummer in the corners, around anywhere where there's a bit of good surge and uh, white water, there's been plenty of drummer. Best place for the tailor, if you want a safe spot to get them, it's just straight under the lighthouse at the uh, at the cow hole. Good safe ledge there. You can fish it easily, and they're catching plenty of plenty of tailor there, and, and good ones. So that would be the uh, a rec- highly recommended spot if the sea's all right this morning. Uh, in the, in the estuary, I fished the river yesterday on the top of the tide at uh, lunchtime and got eight beautiful flathead up to about a kilo and a quarter. I only kept, was, I don't, don't, before we start counting numbers, I only kept one. <laughs> and that's for a, a, a regular high tide listener, Valda. She loves a, she loves a couple of flathead fillets. Uh, so, uh, Valda, we've got you a nice flathead. Uh, and I'll put the rest back. And my mate, Peter, uh, down at the, who lives on at Port Macquarie, he reported the same. He and a mate fished through the week. 
and they got a dozen flatties and three mulloway up to um, uh, the mulloway were undersized, about 65 centimetres. They were he just drifted the walls the same as we do with the with um, Mr Twist, you know, with soft plastics, soft plastic jigs, and he got a dozen fish up to 65 centimetres. So the uh, same with him, he just keeps a couple and puts the rest back. So, no, the, the Port Macquarie's got a really good run of flatties. There must be flathead everywhere. Fellas. There There's is flathead. There's a great run of flathead and a great run of whales. I think oh, we, we've had, we yeah, we had whales both. with Melinda last week. We, Melinda got really close to a couple of whales. And, and as Alan said, if you get really, if a whale comes up and is really close to you and, and the, the, the uh, breeze carries his breath, Across your boat, you'll be sorry. Yeah, that's right. You because wish you had a mask on. old pilchards. I've not experienced it, but Blakey did warn me yesterday that they are they not will. great. Yeah, no, I can. I don't know what their flatulence is like. Well, they reckon they they have terrible halitosis. Yeah, loss. Yeah, they reckon that the couple of things that you don't do: you don't kiss a seal, Julie and you no, certainly Julie don't kiss a, seal, a whale. Yeah. Seal was very pilchy too. <laughs> <laughs> Laurie, I was just checking those bag and size limits. Yeah. So deep sea fish, hapuka, banded rock cod, bass, grape, and yeah, yeah, yeah. all them. Five in total with an asterisk include a maximum of two gem fish, a boat limit of ten gem fish per boat. When you get down to the asterisk, right at the bottom it says, bag limit comprised of any single species or a combination of listed group species, a maximum daily bag limit of 20 applies to any invertebrate, blah, blah, blah. So you're only allowed two per person, but if you've got six people on board, ten maximum per boat. Yeah, well, I don't have six people on board. Two, two people's lovely on my boat. So four, the right number. Four is your limit. <laughs> Why so you laugh, I suppose? I'll have to remember now. You, hang on, sometimes you can, well, you've got three hooks on each line. If, yeah. When the jemmies are there, the first two lines that come up, you've got six gem fish. Yeah. Okay, I've got another question for you. Yeah, go on. The, we're giving away a holiday, right? Yeah, I've heard. Yep. I've heard what you said yesterday. I could have killed you for that. <laughs> oh, Laurie, I'll come down and give you a Well, that's why I did it oh, over yeah, the air. $1,500. I told you you'd be in <laughs> trouble. Yeah, but um, <laughs> what, I'm, what I was going to say is beach fishing there is yes, probably is a great way to go, isn't it? It is, absolutely safe. Take the whole fact that you can walk up the beach. All you need is half a dozen pilchards and a packet of beach worms. I'd be happy if I was you, Laurie. Kieran wanted to give away a, a, a dinner with you, so we, no, we got you out of that one. We got you out of that one. In fact, probably fifth prize, but yeah. What, 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 what second prize? Two weeks at my place. Yeah. <laughs> I've got some nice, I've got some plumbing I need doing. You can, if you're a plumber, I'll give you a furry accommodation and a fish. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you during the week. You will, you will. I'll be around. Okay, we'll be here, Thanks, but, Laurie. Uh, not for much longer. We'll Good. be, we'll be up, up north on the 24th. That's okay. Beautiful. All right. See you, Laurie. See you, Laurie. Great value, isn't he? 28 minutes after five. When our son was in hospital on his 10th birthday and you gave him a call to wish him happy birthday, he's just turned 65. Oh, God. So you and I and my wife have been together for a very long time. I mean, honestly, John, you are one of the most non-biased presenters on Australian radio. You always show 
both sides of the story, and that's why I listen to you. Just want to say thanks for having a space that we can just share our opinions, man. I really appreciate that. Being a, a young fella myself, I just feel like that voice is going, you know? Just people speaking their minds, man. I just want to say thank you for having a space to do it. Well, that's all right. It's here for you every day, so you don't have to go far, Sam. You can express your point of view here every day of the week if you want to. The John Lewis Show, weekdays from 9am on 2SM. Hey, it's Candy here. As a presenter in the world of sport, I see many powerful performances. Now, thanks to Azito, we're helping power your next DIY project. Did you know Azito's 18-volt range is powered by Einhell? German-designed quality, driving innovation and performance. So you can power over 85 cordless tool and garden products with the same battery. Azito. Powering DIYers all day, every day. Exclusively available at Bunnings Warehouse. There's a conversation going on. It's a conversation that will never end. Radio 2SM is at the centre of it all. Connecting you to what really matters. To the issues you care about. To the debate you want to be part of. This is Radio 2SM. G'day, it's old rivals Ben Hennett and Josh Morris. At Coach, you can hire whatever you want for the job, like a floor grinder. Or a floor stripper, eh? Or a road saw. <laughs> or an excavator. Or even a power drill. <laughs> what is that? Okay, Josh, you won this round. Hire any equipment for any job. Visit your nearest Coates or Bunnings Warehouse. Coates, equipped for anything. You don't want to miss Flight Centre's spiciest Asia sale yet with great savings for Japan, Thailand, Bali and beyond. Save up to $1,000 on Thailand, 40% off the Maldives, 20% off Hong Kong, $1,414 bonus value on Bali and up to $865 off Singapore. Don't miss out. These terrific deals won't last long, so book now. With over 90 stores in New South Wales, find your local travel expert and book today. Flight Centre. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. And welcome back to High Tide. Now, yesterday I had a bit of problems with the phones with PJ. Hopefully it's better today. Morning, PJ. G'day, Al. G'day, Kieran. G'day, Grant. How are we all? Oh, that's that's better. way better, isn't it? It yeah. doesn't sound like... <laughs> I, look, I, look I, I'm sorry about it. Um, it just happened to be that I needed to pull up. I was a bit doughy. Um, it was the first available rest area that I, 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 I come across because every 5Ks or so there's a rest area and there's a lot of them were filled up. So anyway, yeah. I got that one and I had 15 minutes there just before you rang and I didn't even think about phone coverage. Oh, it's not your problem, Pete. It just happens. There's no drama. Oh, some areas I know not to talk because the phone drops out. But, um, yeah, to be honest there, that area is normally pretty good. But then again, I'm driving through it normally. But, okay. Yeah, well, do, you want to, so, do you want to go through that fish report again a bit? Yeah, all right. So as Grant said uh, yesterday morning, the, you know, I went fishing. Uh, uh, um, 
neighbour, Scotty Gill, and I went down to Bluey's Beach in my fist. Um, there's a rock gutter there on the front of the headland, and uh, we burled that up pretty solid. and uh, didn't work too well one end, and then we went to the other end of it where there's a bit more white water and um, less pickers and better fish. So we ended up getting three nice drummer on uh, peeled green prawns. And uh, it, the prawns we use, uh, are headless king prawns we buy off the boat, you get three baits out of the one prawn if you're using a one hour or two hour um, beak style hook suicide pattern you'll get three baits out of them and um it's pretty good going you take you know you, you you take a dozen prawns down or eight prawns and you've got you know 24 to 36 baits and that's good enough for a session and um we started uh, not getting the bigger fish on the bites the smaller fish were hitting it so i went over to cabbage and i ended up getting two really nice big drummer um pussy footing is a technique which i'll cover a bit later and then um, I think Scotty got a bit jaded fishing for drama and not getting anything, so he tied a spinner on and he got eight really, really good tailor. And um, he, he's fished that area before. It's a bit hard, a little bit high up, and the ledge slopes away and there's a lot of goose barnacles and you could easily lose the fish, yeah. But no, he, uh, he timed it well, dropped the rod tip down and lifted with the swell, and, you know, he's pulling tailor up to two kilo, and he did really well on that. So that was a good little session. And um, I think I'll go in to tell you what the pussyfooting's all about. It's, um, <laughs> Please do. Yeah. <laughs> <We're all ears. laughs> Normally, when we used to fish for blackfish at the Merck, and um, the the, tech, the technique was to fish, you know, with the stem float for blackfish, and sometimes we'd use tin corn or green peas because that's what was still in the Merck. It was the sewer outlet. Um green weed was scarce but um another technique was roy hill who still holds and god bless his soul he's long gone now roy but he um he holds the uh, record for uh, the australian record for luderick which is eight pounds something or other wow. that's a big blackfish yeah. <laughs> and um yeah so he used to just fish with a small sinker right on the hook and um, just a, a single bunch of cabbage. So you'd get a small bud and you'd have the root base and four or five leaves and he'd put that there. And then he'd just cast that out into the wash but just stay in contact and feel the bite. And then when he felt the pressure, that's when he struck. And that that's what we call pussyfooting because he, he used to say, oh, I'm just pussyfooting around these fellas. Okay. <laughs> And um, so yeah, it's um, it's a common technique um, fishing baits, you know, a, a, a small ball sinker right on the hook, and um, with the cabbage weed we do the same thing. But what you want to do is you've got to use a different lead, so a different size sinker when you're using the cabbage than what you would normally do on a bait because you will still want the cabbage to waft in the in the wash don't want it to sink really quick and so i generally go lighter than what i would do if i was using a bait if you get it it stays on the surface or just under the surface a lot longer than what it would sinking down into the wash like you would for brim so that's that's why it's called pussyfoot okay that's good but um 
you know, like in some of the places that we fish, um, you know, 12 pound is a minimum because naturally the drummer are there. If you're fishing for blackfish, you've got to be prepared to get carted. But um, 12 pound on, on most drummer, if you're not lifting them up by ledges, is, is you can you can still give a good good tussle to, to the to the pigs on, on 12 pound line. And there's been other times when you, you use um, 20 and, and not 20 and 19 pound, like we used to use 19 pound fishermen and um, 17 and three quarter torch you. And that was all good. And then another time you'd put 20, 23 pound torch you on and you'd get carted all the way to the rock shelf. You know, like that's when the brute drummer move in. But um, 12 to 15 is generally enough to handle your one to one and a half kilo pigs quite easily if you're not lifting them out. Okay. And uh, the, the brim we've been getting um, using some of the uh, um, trailer soft plastic, the line of yabbies, that's um, working really well. You know, what I was doing with those fellas was I wasn't using a weighted jig head. I was just using a, uh, a 540 pattern mustard hook and um, just putting in it and just letting it drift with the tide slowly sinking with the tide parallel to the, the rock wall at Manning Point. And we were getting brim on that. So, um, again, fishing light best because it spends more time in the water column, slowly, slowly sinking with the current parallel to the wall. So naturally it's going to stay in the fish's um, sight range a lot longer. So therefore it gets them a bit interested. And um, I found that no jig head on it, Every tiny little touch of the line or flick of the rod tip puts a lot more life into the soft plastic. And okay. they went really well. Yeah, so that was in the um, mother of pearl colour. That really, really good technique. And uh, oh, the other thing that I've got there, and I haven't haven't got out to um, put points on the board, is the uh, big ultra gars, which are floating um, surface lure for flathead. I think. The way it swims, when I checked it, I went, wow, this is pretty good. But so far, I haven't had any pokers um, come come near it. So I'm obviously uh, not fishing the right area. Uh, the, right area the right area is when you get out at low tide and you walk around and you'll see the depressions in the sand. If you see those uh, coffin-shaped depressions, that tells you where the flathead have been sitting. So I'm going to go back and I'm going to find some big depressions and then I'm going to come back at high tide and fish those lures in that direction of where the big depressions are because that tells me there's been a flooded there. Do you think the the um, predatory stay in the same spot all the time with the tides or do they move around? Oh, they would move around naturally because, like, in one area they're covered and then at, at low tide they go into the deeper channels where there's water. Yeah. I think on the top of the tide, they would still be in that sandbank that they were there to tide before. Okay, yeah. Um, as long as the bait's going across there for them to be there, I don't see one reason why they wouldn't be. Right. So if I go down in a smaller size lure, I get smaller flathead. So, um, yeah, it stands to reason that if I put a big one there, then the bigger bait should get a bigger fish. Works for me. I'm hoping for it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But, um, okay. Apart from that, um, life's pretty good up here. Bob, um, yeah, Bernie Pike's absolutely been donging the snapper. He's had, uh, would he have 24 and 50? So that's 80 kilos of snapper for the week. Oh. Um, that's, that's, 
Ben, Ben's a, a trap and line fisherman. Um, and uh, so he got uh, into those on the traps. But he also got some good fish um, hand lining. Um, he saw a school near a reef of trag. He said they look like trag. He dropped down and he got a box of trag. And uh, he got some nice snapper with it too. And, you know, he said snapper up to six kilo this week. So things are going pretty good. That's out of Lauriton. Um, and that's in uh, 60 odd metres of water he's been getting those fish but um he just said at the moment uh, the whales are a real problem um and oh, don't and... fire Kieran up please wait <laughs> till you tell him how good they taste <laughs> <laughs> oh, i don't know if you're listening yesterday pete towards the end of the show but terry ann was listening and she rang up and gave him a mouthful <laughs> his daughter oh. Yeah, she wouldn't have to ring up and give him a mouthful. I think she does it pretty regularly, doesn't she? Oh, no, no, she rang up because she was horrified when she heard what he said. Oh, about the um, nuclear Wales. Yeah. yeah. Well, they are an oceanic speed hunt now. <laughs> yeah, but hey, we've still got to be careful with them. Like, it's just, if they're out there, you've just got to slow down. That's what it's all about. Yeah, well, to see, it's not so much... When the motoring, it's not so much of a problem. It's when you're at anchor and all of a sudden the boat starts moving. <laughs> that, I tell you, man, that is that is scary. That's change your pants stuff, that. But hang on, you've got to move. You've got to stay 300 metres away from them. Yeah, but if I'm anchored... And <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I'm only joking. Maybe I should put some reflective tape on the anchor rate. Well, know. you should show them the rules first. And for, God, real, and for goodness real. sake, wear your life jackets or we'll be in there for that as well. Well, all, all, I can, all I can say is my first reaction now, you know, to set up on my boat, I've got I've got cam cleats. Um, yeah. On, so that's what I tie my anchor in. And I quickly pulled it out of the cleat to give it some slack. And then it gave me enough time to motor up current and holding the rope and then just got in front of it and just mowed it away and let the rope fall off his flipper because otherwise there's a little notch where the flipper joins the body and the rope sits in there and you can go a long way. <laughs> cheap on fuel. Yeah, cheap on fuel. No, Grant, no, you no, want to do no, that? Seriously, Grant, you're, you're at anchor and next thing the boat takes off and starts moving at two to four knots. It, is, would, it would wake you up. Pete, don't give Grant ideas. Here we are looking for one so you get a free ride. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah, instead of Parson, you use Walson. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, just, don't, yeah. uh, just don't boil the blubber down for oil to run it. <laughs> no. Pete, do you know they <laughs> used to use the whale blubber oil in the electric shift outboards? Yes, type, yeah, Type C gearbox oil. Yeah, it was actually whale blubber oil. Very good with the electric shift outboards because it's a it's a very good oil they get out of it. And the jewels used to use yeah, it as well. Yeah, it's a very fine light a light oil because they used to use it in um, lanterns. And it's yeah. like a very fine machine oil when it's rendered That's right. down. Yeah. 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 But we can make it synthetically now, so there's no problems. I can see I can see Kieran's next next approach. Farm whales to save the planet. <laughs> they've got some dead whales now, have they? <laughs> um, he's being quiet at the moment, so we're lucky. <laughs> uh, yeah, turn his mic off when it comes to the whales. We have. 
<laughs> We've had a go, PJ. All right, I'll talk to you fellas next week. Um, and uh, I'll uh, try and do a couple of more videos this week, put on the channel. Ooh, um, nice. Well I've, done. Well done. I've done one which I'll put up in a minute. Somebody asked me what sort of truck does PJ drive, so I, I did a bit of footage for that one, so I'll put that up in a minute. Okay. Thanks, Pete. Have a great week. Yes. Bye-bye. Peter Johnson there. We'll be back with more of High Tide on the other side of this. State of Origin, the rivalry without rival. Adds another chapter in 2023. Munster into the backfield. Can Queensland steal the series or will New South Wales turn the tide in Brisbane? Comes down, they've got a shift. Luoy shifts out the front, scores! The battle for state supremacy resumes Wednesday, June 21. Join Origin Live for all the game to action at Suncorp Stadium from 7pm. Good for the game tomorrow? Nah, still trying to sell the car. Oh, give me your phone, let me do it. Yeah, good luck. Car sales, instant offer. Car sales, what? Instant offer. You can skip creating an ad, dealing with buyers and waiting for a decent offer all weekend. Is that the offer for my car already? Yep. Now just take it to one of the official buyers nationwide, get it looked over, and the money drops the next business day. So I'll see you at the game then? Yeah, see you at the game. Car sales instant offer. The hassle-free way to sell your car. Season C supply. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? With the biggest names and the best prices, you'll want to shop until you drop. Peters of Kensington has become a Sydney institution now with additional locations at Barangaroo, Birkenhead Point and Alexandria. Peters of Kensington remains what it always has been, a family-owned and operated Australian company. Visit Peters of Kensington for the best quality homewares, luggage and dinner sets at amazing prices. Peters of Kensington, why in the world would you shop anywhere else? Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL kit home. Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. Sustained performance in league is more than just one great game. It's about playing consistently game after game, season after season. Host Plus has delivered strong performance over the long term with top returns over 20 years. A top performing super fund over the long term, that's a plus. Issued by Host Plus PTY Limited. Super ratings SR50 balance index January 2023. General advice only. Consider the relevant Host Plus PDS and T&D at hostplus.com.au. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. Search Compare Host Plus today. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel is something that may assist you. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040-6671-359. 2SM, Sydney's Talking, 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 12 minutes away from 6 here on High Tide. Want an update on Sydney Harbour, Botany Bay, George's River? Let's go to Villawood. Complete angler. 
That's where you go. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we all? We're good. Excellent. How are you, Mike? Oh, very good. Very good. Come back for about a long weekend, to be honest. It's been gorgeous. Spectacular. It's been beautiful, yeah. And, uh, yeah, look, still really good reports. Um, it's been sensational, really. For this time of year, really, it really should be starting to quiet down, but it's still been so steady. And I think the really interesting thing is we just haven't had any of that rain as well, so I can't really see it changing as well. It's been threatening for the last couple of weeks that we're supposed to be getting you know, plenty of rain, but it's been nice and stable and, and the estuaries and the rivers are really clean and nice and it's been really good still. You know, As I said, it should be really quiet, but the estuaries are still going crazy. Like The broom fishing's still been great. Um, all the river systems, you know, the power of the Hawks, Bridges, the Georges, all been fishing really well for them at the moment as well. There's plenty of fish in, still in them high 30s. I've had a couple of customers show me some photos, actually some 40s and 45s as well. So there's still some of them absolute bruises getting around as well. Um, so, yeah, estuaries-wise are still really good. Still dewfish numbers as well. There's plenty of little ones getting around as well too. And a few trevally as well. So a few of them kind of traditional winter species starting to show up. But in general, the estuaries are really strong. Um, same as the kings as well. The kings have had a bit of a late surge, and, and because this year has been a little bit funny with the kings, particularly in the estuaries. Um, but the harbour's really starting to kick in, and there's just starting to get a few of them bigger fish getting around as well. Had a couple of guys that were out there just targeting them on lures earlier this week, and they did really well. They got a couple of fish in the, in the high 80s, which is starting to get a bit serious in, inside the estuary. So um, that's been really good. And, and if you are going to go out in the harbour too, they've been pushing right up, because we've had no rain, they've been pushing right up the back reaches. So, it's again, it's kind of been in weird spots. They've been showing up right up the back of Middle Harbour, up towards Tunks Park and, and Roseville, where literally where the boat ramp is. They've been right up the back through there. And same as in the power as well, they've been pushing right up the back, had some guys getting them all the way up through, even in Iron Cove, like in that bay up through there. So... Yeah, they've been showing up in weird spots. So you could be broom fishing and you, you can see a school of kings at the moment. It's been really weird. Um, the bay's been okay as well, and they've been more on, been getting more reports, of, particularly from the boat guys on that Colonel Watts Reef side as well. So if you are going to head out in the bay, that's probably where I would track is maybe more on that side rather more the Molomok side. That's been a little bit slow. Um, but, yeah, in general, it's been really good. A few salmon schools starting to show up as well, um, which is, again, pretty typical this time of year um, where you get the salmon schools start to move through. Um, and there's a lot of tailor schools inside the estuaries as, as well. So if you want a bit of fun with them, they've been really cool. Um, Luderick reports, again, it's been really strong. Um, again, because we've had no rain, they've been right up the back of the rivers as well too. They've been pushing right up the back of the power and particularly the Georges. Um, there's been no complaints with guys getting the weed as well too for them. Um, so again, if you haven't done Luderick fishing, it's a, it's a really good season to do it. There's lots of numbers. You've got really good access um, and there's plenty of weed as well, which is really important. So that's been really good and really positive. Um, same as the Hawkesbury still with the hair tail run, like traditionally that's, that's a big thing in winter, but this year it's been, they've been on since January. <laughs> it's been ridiculous actually, the hair tail run, but they've definitely picked up the last probably month. Um, there's a lot more big old hair tail getting around in particularly in that Hawkesbury area as well. And I did have a customer actually got one also in, in, uh, Manly as well too. So they do show up in weird spots. Um, but that's been really good, all the hair tail reports on the Hawkesbury. Um, same as on the beaches too, definitely in that tailor run period as well. There's a lot of tailor around. Um, again, the size has been pretty decent. There's been a lot of fish in the 40s, a um, couple of fish in the 50s, 55 centimetre size as well. Um, and getting a lot of reports from the southern beaches. Um, so yeah, just keep that in mind too. Then 
thicker than Wollongong beaches, which probably do get underfished a bit. Um, you know, it's a really nice little place to go down, and you've got plenty of beaches there to explore. Still getting reports up the northern end as well, obviously. Um, but yeah, the southern beaches have been fishing quite well at the moment. Um, and also, we've been getting a couple of good reports. If you really want to hike up, is particularly up to Stockton Beach and areas like that for some of them really big geofish. There's been a couple of ones in that 20 kilo mark, like proper proper dues. So it, it is that time of year where you're too deep to get your big ones as well. So that's been really cool. And same as the rocks as well. It's been the same. It's been very similar, like a lot of Taylor salmon around. A few of them drummer uh, guys have been starting to show up as well too, starting to get a few drummer as well. Um, but, yeah, the rock fishing in general has been really steady as well too. It's been quite good. And, and again, we've had really good conditions. Um, the offshore scene's been interesting. Um, the snapper reports have been okay. I wouldn't say, again, it's gone crazy, crazy. Um, and there has been a few in close. But, again, most of the reports I've been getting has been more in that deeper water I haven't really heard them moving in, into the shallows yet, type of thing. Not in big numbers anyway. Um, and the kings have still been out on them wider reefs as well. I have to admit, the all them wider reefs have been fishing the best if you're going to head out there. And again, the jig guys have been doing really well. The lure guys have been doing extremely well out there. But you know, get some yakas or slimies, or if you, if you really want to put the effort into it, go get some squid. Um, so that's been really cool. Game, game front's been interesting. It's been really mixed. The currents haven't settled down. It's been really interesting what's going on offshore. Um, but it's still been good. Like, there's been a couple of yellowfin getting caught, um, and they've been big too. Some of the yellowfin have been like 50, 60 kilo mark. Um, marlin still, and dolphinfish still, which is just bizarre. So it's been really mixed out there. The currents are really wishy-washy is probably the way to describe it at the moment. It's all over the place. There's no consistency. Okay. So, Mike, we're um, going to leave it there. Yeah, but, too easy, uh, guys. Complete Angler, 938 Woodville Road at Villawood and uh, third level in the Dimmicks building in the city. That's the one, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Enjoy Thanks, the Mike. long weekend. Okay, cheers, cheers buddy. Bye. Bye-bye. Let's go Duff Salamander Bait and Tackle Salamander Bay, Salamander Bay, 498 You do that so efficiently. You just want to know the price of the fancy diesel. It's cheap up there. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Sunday, fellas. How are you going? Good. Now, just for your information, we've got a quick report, but if you would have put a dollar each way in the three bets yesterday, we've got two first and a second. You would have, For $6 outlay, we've got $10.09 back. Well, I'm closing up and going home. There you go. There you go. You can... Well, you <laughs> can't make 66% afford, in a day. You can afford the fancy walk, diesel now. I'm going to walk around the shop and see what I could have bought for that $10. Yeah, that's for every $6 you laid out, so yeah, that's 66%. Well, what did you? What? Uh, you do the punters club, don't you? Yeah, I, I had uh, my five hundred dollars on the winner yesterday. Oh, did you? The oh, punters club money, not mine. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a huge shuffle! Oh, well, that was good. That would have that would have increased the the account significantly. I would have thought it oh, does. What good. I but I'm a little bit smart. What I do, I always pick one of Carrot's tips because he knows more about them than I do. Have we got a oh, yeah. fish report? Well, okay, okay. Well, hey, you brought the horses up, but that's three grand. Let's put on the side. Now, um, what, um, what was I going to say? Well, fishing-wise, the conditions are near perfect. I mean, it's a little bit chilly, but other than that, no wind at all, the seas are slight. Um, you've got, there's no rain predicted, and you've got um, plenty of boats gone out yesterday morning this time. Got a few this morning, but it, has, it is a little bit colder, so that'll, um, that'll fly them up a bit. But, I mean, yesterday, um, brim off the beach, they got some nice, Martin got some nice brim down on Baruby, only about three k's down there, just on mullet cubes sort of thing. Um, Dave's been catching them in the night time down there, about the 6k mark. Um, Plenty of blackfish off the break hall, the guys reported yesterday. Um, 
also the brim. They're getting the odd brim off the break wall, but like I said, I don't think they've moved into the base significantly yet. So we normally see them on the beaches first, and if the commercial guys don't hammer them too heavy at the spit at Fingal, they'll, um, they'll get in and, in and around the bay. Plenty of tail around, um, just on small metals in the, in the bay and off the southern end of the rocks at Box Beach. Um, they also got some nice brim at the northern end of Box Beach yesterday. Samurai Beach reporting brim and tail as well. Plenty of salmon if you just want to go and play around for sundies. Um, I don't know what you're going to do with them, fish cakes or whatever, or throw them back. But good fun to catch, especially if you're on holidays, you just want to catch a couple of fish off the beach and, or anywhere that are really going to give you, um, stretch those arms out. The salmon are fun. Speaking of stretching arms out, uh, Pete, nice and nice drummer. Um, from uh, Fisherman's Bay yesterday, around the two kilo mark, the two fish. So they'll give you they'll give you a bit of a workout too. Uh, what else did I get? Just looking in the diary here, uh, a couple of small jewfish from Mankura River. But they were all throwbacks on soft plastics up around the old bridge. Um, a few flooded still around um, one Tree Island and Shag Island. A few blue swimmers around Fittingham's Island and just over the entrance to Fame Cove as well, as well as Lower Pindamar. Um, reasonably good meat content. They didn't get a lot of them, but they got a, they got a feed. Um, and from the outside perspective, um, I don't know about dolphin fishing and all that this time of year. I don't hear much about that. I think uh, I don't actually need to find out if they brought the fat in. I think they have. I need to check that online too. So, um, But uh, bigger little island producing some pan-sized reds. Uh, the 21 and the V-Reef, a few trad came off those yesterday. And that's the end of the diary entry for um, the Saturday the 10th of June, 2023. So there you go. And Al's petrol prices, before you ask, are, I think the same, 186.9, 177.9. Now my friends at Woolworths around the corner did it for 171 yesterday after I did the radio. Poles, <laughs> <laughs> that'll teach you, because I like Viva now, they're my friends. V Power's 193.9, and the standard old unleaded's 170.9. So there you go. I'm going to be dust bait and tackle for this King's birthday, Queen's birthday, whatever's long weekend, um, 2023. Good uh, tomorrow. What time are you having uh, tomorrow? Well, five o'clock. I'm going to come in five again tomorrow. Oh, when I say I, I'm looking at Tony. <laughs> tomorrow. tomorrow I might sleep in. You know, I won't. I'll wake up, but I might actually not be here. So I will continue to build rods this morning. And um, yes, you have a nice morning, and we'll talk to you next weekend. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Have a great right, week. Yeah, I, I always picture. I always picture Tony as being Baldrick from the Blackadder series, <laughs> where. Matt's Blackadder and just calls the shots and Tony's, no worries, no worries, no worries. <laughs> now, we are giving away a week. Holiday. Holiday. Yep. And we're going to, he's not aware of it yet, but we are going to call, call Ryan. But what do you got to say? How do you enter? You go to the Facebook page? Go to page. the Facebook page. Send us a message saying why you are happy that you're not Kieran. It's pretty easy. Let Melinda Pavey or Linda. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Ann might even need a... Yeah, oh, yeah. She was pumped up. She was pumped up. Uh, yeah, her tyres were up. I might let them down later. Must mention two boat races on at Dargo. Oh, yes. yes oh, yeah. Good, good racing yesterday. Someone was live fed on the on the Facebook site. I might go down there for that. Yeah. At Dargo. Yeah. It's a great spot. It is a good spot in the Hawkshire Good River. food. Yeah, good food, but yeah, some good boat racing on there today. The Archburn Gold Cups on unlimited outboards. Uh, definitely worth the effort. It is news time at 6 o'clock. We'll be back with the last hour of the High Tide program for this weekend. Hope you're enjoying your day. We'll update the weather for you in detail on the other side of the news. <laughs>